Hello, and welcome to Melting Pot Stories, the podcast that is a literary love fest for multicultural books. I'm your host for the show, Lori L. Tharps. I'm a writer, an author of both fiction and nonfiction, a fan of all things multicultural, and I love books. On this podcast, you'll hear inspiring conversations about the stories behind our favorite diverse books and the latest news and reviews from the publishing world. Come on and join me. I promise this podcast will leave you lit. On episode 64 of the podcast, I'm introducing a new segment called Writing Wisdom with Lori. On these mini episodes, I'll be sharing actionable inspiration for writers, aspiring writers, and creative folks looking to put pen to paper. I want to give you a jolt of what you need to live your best literary life. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hello, writers, wordsmiths, and creative players. I feel like before we get into my first writing wisdom lesson, I should reintroduce myself because you may only know me as a lover of books, or maybe you know me from the books I've written. I am the author of a handful of nonfiction books, including Hair Story, Untangling the Roots of Black Hair in America, and Kinky Gaspacho, Life, Love in Spain. Or maybe you're one of the few people who know me because of my novel. It's called Substitute Me. And if it's true that you know me through my books that I've written, Thank you so much for reading my work. But you have to know that in addition to being an author and a writer and a lover of books, I'm also a very experienced writing teacher. In fact, I might even say that I'm a better writing teacher than writer. The truth is, I love teaching writing. And I want to give you just a little background about my teaching experience. So, Back in the day when I went to college, I actually got a degree in education. For the first like 20 years of my life, I thought I was going to be a teacher. But then the writing bug was too strong and I strayed off into the wild world of journalism. As a journalist, you know, I started writing and then eventually went from writing articles to writing books. And around the time that my second child was, you know, a little baby, I started teaching. And my first job teaching writing was at Gotham Writers Workshop in New York City. And I was teaching creative nonfiction and memoir. When my family moved to Philadelphia to have a little bit more sane life with young children, I started teaching more in earnest. And my first job was at Rosemont College in their um, graduate program. And I taught creative nonfiction and biography. And then I landed at Temple University, where I currently am still a professor in the Department of Journalism. So I teach journalism writing, but I also teach short story and fiction, yes, in the journalism department, which is a story for another day. So anyway, I've taught in classrooms, I've taught at conferences, I've taught online, which I think everybody can say now, thank you, pandemic. But I've just taught in kind of almost any kind of atmosphere you can think of. And I've taught everything from college students to senior citizens. So like I said, I really enjoy teaching writing. And here's my big secret. I don't really teach people to write. Like I don't teach people about sentence structure and proper grammar. I teach people to believe that they can write. And that's what today's lesson, today's bit of writing wisdom is all about, is teaching yourself to believe that you can write. 
I personally believe that everyone can write. If you can read and you know the alphabet, you can write. If you have a story to tell, you can write it. I don't believe that there are chosen people who God has deemed to be the writers of the earth and then the rest of us just got left out. Now, I do believe that some people have a gift as writers, that, you know, these are people who could write a grocery list and make it sound poetic. But the rest of us can still be writers. So here's my bit of wisdom to help anyone who yearns to write or who might be midway through their writing life but still feels like an imposter. Writing is like cooking. You know how some people say, oh, I can't cook. I always say to those people, that's a lie. If you can put toast in a toaster, you can cook. If you can follow the voice on your GPS to get you from point A to point B, then you can follow directions, which means you can follow the directions like on the back of a cake mix. You can follow a recipe and you can bake a cake. Let's continue on with this cake analogy, okay? Let's say you want to bake a cake, but you think that you can't cook. But you get a box of cake mix and you very carefully follow the simple instructions on the back of the box. You drop in the eggs, you put in the oil, you mix and you pour it in the pans You bake it. When it comes out, you let it cool and you frost it with the can of frosting that you bought on the shelf right next to the cake mix. Now, this cake may look like a hot mess. It might be the layers are two different sizes. It's wobbly. You might have left lumps in the batter. It might taste like a chemical concoction, but you baked a cake. There's no other way to call this thing except a cake. It is a cake and you made it. Now, you're going to try again, right? You're going to make another cake, and this one isn't going to taste as bad because you're going to get the lumps out of the cake, and it's not going to look as bad because you're going to figure out how to wait for the cake layers to be cool before you put the frosting on so they don't slide off. And then the next time, you're going to bake another cake using the exact same recipe, but this time, just to try it, you're going to add some vanilla extract to make the flavor a little bit better. And then the next time, you're going to throw chocolate chips in there because you're feeling a little daring. Now, the cake looks better, the cake tastes better, and your confidence is growing. And so you decide the next time to make that cake, you're going to make the frosting from scratch. Yes, you're going to ditch that stuff in a can and just make that frosting from scratch. And sure enough, that makes the whole cake taste even better. A few more cakes under your belt and you're ready to make the whole thing from scratch. Now, you make this cake from scratch and it's not quite ready for, you know, the front window at your local bakery. But this bad boy is delicious. It looks nice. It's clearly a cake. Other people love it, and it's delicious. Writing, my friends, can follow the same process. You can take a class or read a book and learn the fundamentals of writing an essay, a short story, a poem, a memoir, even a novel. And you follow the steps that you learn in your class or you learn from that books. And just like that first cake that might not have tasted very good, it might not have looked exactly nice, it was a cake. You will write an essay. You will write a short story, a memoir, or a novel. And that short story or that novel might be rife with cliches. It might not have a good ending it might not be something you want to share with anybody. You don't want anyone to taste this effort that you did, but you know that you created it. You made it. You made that story. You wrote 
that novel, that short story, the essay. And then you put your writing apron back on and you do it again. You have the recipe. You know the rules. So you just keep writing. And as your confidence starts to grow with the structure, you understand the basic structure to write your novel, to write your short story, you then can start experimenting a little bit. Now's when you add your little splash of vanilla or your chocolate chips because you're going to make that story yours. You're going to start experimenting with the structure, maybe play with the point of view. You're going to find your favorite way to tell the story, just like you would find your way to bake your favorite cake. I learned how to tell a nonfiction story when I started in the field of journalism. I learned by writing short little articles that I was assigned. Nobody assigned me a feature story on the first day. I was assigned tiny little tidbits, like sidebars. And then slowly but surely, I built up my confidence. My short stories looked good. My short journalistic articles looked better. And then I got assigned longer articles. And from those long feature stories that I figured out how to write, then I learned how to write a book, a nonfiction book. And from there, I learned how to write a memoir, which is creative nonfiction. And from there, I learned how to write a novel, right? It built up. So let's go back to the cakes. I baked an easy bake oven cake. Then I did a box mix cake. Then I souped up that box mix cake. And then I pulled off a full on cake from scratch, my novel, right? Little by little, poco a poco, right? Now, my novel is not ready for its photo shoot in Martha Stewart living, right? My novel is not seven tiers with buttercream frosting and designs, you know, beautiful floral, cake floral designs or anything like that. But it's a novel. It's a cake. It is a solid, delicious cake. Some people loved my novel. Some people didn't quite like the taste, but that's okay because it is a novel. It is edible. It works and people understand and it is published and I am happy and I am still continuing to work on my craft. I keep cooking. I keep baking. I'm working on a new novel. And this one is hopefully going to be even better than the last one because I'm, again, I'm experimenting with the structure. I'm trying new things and it's going to be delicious. Being a writer means believing you can be a writer. I'm giving you permission to believe in yourself and your abilities. Start with a simple recipe and then see where that can take you. Good luck and keep writing. I hope you enjoyed today's first segment of Writing Wisdom with Lori. And I hope it helps someone out there who is doubting their abilities or doubting that they have permission to be a writer. Do not doubt, my friends. You can do this. I will keep dropping these Writing Wisdom episodes because, again, I love teaching writing and I love inspiring people to believe that they can pick up their pen and write the stories that they want to share. I hope these episodes are useful. And if there are certain issues that you're struggling with, if you have a specific question about your own writing practice and you want some advice, please drop your questions in the comment section of this episode on the My American Melting Pot website. That's at myamericanmeltingpot.com. And of course, I'll leave a link in the show notes. 
And any questions that you guys drop in there, I will try to answer them the next time I do a writing wisdom episode. So send me your questions and let's keep learning and writing together. Melting Pot Stories is produced by me, Lori L. Tharps. Our editor and technical director is Brad Linder. Our theme music was composed by Sumi Tanoka. Thank you for listening. And until next week, keep reading multicultural stories. Thank you.